Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we are joined by the guys over at SpunOut.ie to talk all things mental health. Whether it's a question about education, relationships, or just everyday life, the guys will be here to share their professional advice with you. This week, Ian Power joins us and we are talking about protecting yourself online. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. How are you? Good, thanks guys. How are things? Good, thank you. Yeah, really good, thanks. Uh, So today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about online safety. And as we know, literally 99% of our lives has has moved online the last few months, uh, more so than ever before. So... um, of course, that comes with being, you have to be safe and responsible online. Um, talk to us a little bit about online safety and the importance of something that seems so basic, but having strong passwords for all your accounts, because we have such important info on all our different accounts now, and it's important to keep them safe and secure. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, digital hygiene is akin to everything else that's good for us. Like we know it in the back of our heads, but we just can't forget to do the things that we're supposed to do all the time. So I think um, it's always good to kind of give ourselves the reminders of what we need to be doing. And also things are getting more sophisticated all the time. So I don't know about you, but I still sometimes get kind of almost caught by things that are starting to come through, whether it's, you know, even more sophisticated phishing emails that look like they're from your bank or text messages that look like they're actually from your healthcare provider or whoever or whatever. So these things are getting much more sophisticated and we're all hearing of all these different kind of hacks that are happening and and also companies as well are being hacked. And if you saved your payment information with them or if you use the same password for multiple different sites, becomes even though you've done maybe what you think you can do to kind of protect yourself sometimes it can kind of be out of your own hands as well so I think it's no harm always to kind of thinking about this and also kind of reminding ourselves that actually we need to need to be proactive here this isn't something that someone else is going to take care of for us or it's also not something that um you know is going to happen automatically we we need to do it ourselves as Jazz was saying there a few minutes ago, we have, say, 99.9% of our lives are online. We have several different apps, uh, social media accounts, bank accounts, everything that all require different passwords. How often should we be updating our passwords? Because, you know, I think a lot of us, it's probably something that we don't do very often. Yeah, absolutely. Look for someone who doesn't change their password ever, even once a year is amazing. But I think, look, it depends on kind of, uh, on the types of services you use and how you go about it, right? So I'd be saying to people, maybe once every six months uh, would be a good idea to change up your kind of passwords. And, you know, one of the pieces of, of advice is to get a password manager. So there's loads of them out there and um, try to find one. And what we'll do is for lots of them, they'll help suggest kind of really complex passwords, you know, in your uh, in your browser even, and um, even Google Chrome itself does it for you so that it could, it will create a unique kind of complex password for um, every website that you, you sign up to. And that's really important because as I pointed out earlier, if one company gets hacked and, you know, they don't have your passwords secure in, in the way that they should, like they should all really be hashed and, and encrypted so that even if they were hacked, that they shouldn't be able to, to access your passwords. But sometimes lots of companies just don't do that. And particularly American ones where the privacy standards are just way less stringent than they are um, here in Ireland. 
And so, um, you know, if, if that were to be the case and people got access to your password and they knew your email, then they might try and, and, and use those kind of combinations on other websites to try to get into your information and stuff like that. So it's really good uh, to have different passwords for um, every website, but it's really hard to remember them all. So mm. really a password in manager is your friend in trying to navigate that and being able to just actually tap a button and for the, the system itself to populate the password each time for you. I think that's the, the main thing. If you're not going to do that, you know, a, a harm reduction approach would be to say, okay, I'm going to have one password for all of the like low level kind of browsing websites that don't really matter. I'm going to have another password that's, you know, maybe for kind of my online shopping bits and pieces. Um, uh, and then maybe, you know, you'd have a different password that would be for your kind of sensitive things like your online banking maybe or maybe it's your um, email account um, and maybe that that one is really really sophisticated and it's one that you can jump maybe a bit more regularly maybe you change it once every few months or something like that so if you're not going to use a password manager at least try to adopt the strategy for yourself that's a little bit more sophisticated and if you do that uh, definitely don't save your payment information in any of those accounts, you know, so that um, it can't be accessed even if your account becomes com compromised. Um, so yeah, that that would be kind of another approach I would suggest in, in terms of password management generally. Is Password Manager, is that an app that you download and you put your passwords in or am I just being silly? <laughs> There's loads of different ones. So, um, you know, there's ones like LastPass, um, which is kind of, it creates multiple different vaults um, and you can kind of keep your passwords in there. Um, there's uh, one password. There's a number of different ones that are out there that you can use. And um, some of them cost money. Some of them, you know, are kind of almost free or, or, you know, kind of low cost. And as I said, Google Chrome itself and, and even Apple, iPhone and Android, they all have kind of different passwords managers they they're they're not as as kind of free-flowing across all kind of applications you know on your phone and things like that but they're better than nothing so definitely those would be worth kind of checking out if you if you don't want to spend any money um on on a password manager uh, but definitely take a look and see what's out there a lot of the time as well these kind of things are very cookie and stuff like that so really it's about finding one that you're happy with and that you like the look of and that you know has the functionality that that works for you but yeah definitely i would i would be kind of through your first line of defense and so you know investing in them or kind of investing the time into kind of managing it is is a huge thing um for you to do the second thing i would say as well outside of passwords is enabling two-factor authentication right so that can be a number of different ways it can be you know setting up basically that uh, every time you log in a code is sent to your telephone number uh, or maybe you have like google authenticator or a different type of authenticator app that you go to every time to get that code so that it's not relying on on an sms to come through to your phone because sometimes it can be slow sometimes you don't receive them all those kind of different things and um, but definitely two-factor is such a peace of mind because it means that only you can really even if your password was given out um you know, and and hacked on another platform or another kind of service only you can still get into your your accounts because there's there you have to have both the password and this code that's generated um either by uh, a text coming to your phone or through authenticator app so really two factor especially on email on banking on all those kind of really sensitive ones like obviously 
you know, if you're logging into um, the Daily Mail or whatever, even if I'm not sure, I'm sure she can log into the Daily Mail. <laughs> but, you know, if you're logging into some other website that's not really going to have a huge impact on your personal security, then that's not a huge issue. But really, you should have it on any of those really high value targets that people will look to try to access. Um, and even as well, like we saw Baz talking recently, Baz, um, the influencer, talking about kind of his Instagram being hacked. And obviously there wasn't a huge amount of maybe financial loss there to him, um, but it was obviously a, a community that he spent years cultivating. And so therefore it did have kind of a value to him. So, um, you know, your, your Instagram account, your Facebook, your TikTok, your Snapchat, all those really should have two factor on them as well so that they're protected and that, you know, you're not open yourself or maybe your friends op- open uh, opening them up to kind of any sort of scams that they might get through um, DMs if your account is hacked as well, you know. I definitely think I need to go change my TikTok account. All in my drafts are just me with the failed dances and things I don't want people to see that I didn't have the, the guts to post. So I'm going to go change my TikTok account. <laughs> it's funny though, because... Um... Yeah, you're saying there when someone's Instagram account is hacked. Yeah, there there isn't money being taken out of someone's wallet there. But in a day where so many people are making money from their accounts and influencing and, and just other stuff, like if you lose your Instagram account, as silly as it might sound, you could have some photos there from years ago that could be cherished and you mightn't have a, a physical backup of. So you you will be losing something there if, yeah. if your account is hacked. Um, but it's funny that uh, you mentioned the password um, manager there because when I think of that I think of you inputting all your passwords into this like safe on your phone that there's going to be one master password for all them (laughs) and if you forget that you're screwed but I'm sure there is ways about it but one thing that I also uh, and often get scared about is when you're logging into an app or a website and it says do you want this to save your password and at the start I always click no but like as we go through like we have we have so many different passwords and stuff. Is it actually safe for you to click on a website and on an app, yes, save my password for this? And then a follow-up question, I suppose, nowadays a lot of the apps are taking card payments. If you say yes to saving your card, is it safe to say yes, remember my password, yes, remember my card details on different apps and websites? So the first thing I would say to both of those questions is encryption is key. So like understanding whether or not it's a website or an app that has the resources to kind of invest in encryption, right? So, um, you know, the big ones all do it because they can't afford not to, right? So like WhatsApp, um, you know, Google, all those kind of big organizations, they have invested heavily in encryption uh, software and, and security to make sure that, um, you know, those kind of things can be protected against. They're not immune. And certainly, you know, we've seen big scandals where they have, you know, uh, you know, been involved in issues where there's been security and privacy um, uh, impacts on their users. So don't, uh, you know, kind of take that as, as a carte blanche for all of those kind of um, big services, but do your research, kind of figure out kind of who is semi-reliable and who is not, right? Um, my big piece of advice around saving passwords is, um, you know, in, you know, identifying kind of which sites are reliable and, and doing it with those, and maybe not doing it with ones that aren't reliable and keeping those ones in your in your um, password manager. In terms of card information, generally speaking, I would be advising not to ever save it, except for maybe those kind of really sophisticated card managers. So if you're thinking about 
you know, Apple Pay, uh, if you're thinking about kind of Google, Google Pay, those kind of ones that have spent a lot of time, a lot of resources in trying to keep your card information safe versus, you know, I wouldn't be saving my card information, for instance, on websites like ASOS or Topman or Top uh, Shop or whatever the equivalent is. Like I wouldn't be saving my card information on shopping websites, for instance, because their number one focus is always about kind of selling their products. And it's not like their number one focus is not going to be necessarily, um, you know, obviously it'd be a huge reputational issue for them if if your card information was to be shared. But, you know, kind of stick with the ones that that care about your card information, organizations like Stripe and others, like that's the place to kind of save your card information if you're going to do it. I mean, you know, it is a bit of a pain to kind of uh, keep your card uh, close and to be you know taking out of the, the parts of the wallet to kind of input it in when you're trying to complete um uh you know and even actually it's probably even a bit of a pain to type out the 16 digits <laughs> when you're trying to make a payment on them as well um but look i think the main thing to do is just be sensible kind of only allow it to save on platforms that you have done a bit of research on that you know are safe um and certainly it wouldn't be like you know a lot of places that people are making one-off purchases from often ask you, do you want to save your, your payment information? And definitely I wouldn't be doing it under those circumstances, maybe in those places that use quite regularly, you've got some um, experience with, but certainly not on stuff, especially, you know, I think some of the, the stuff where people are swiping up to buy stuff on Instagram and other places, you know, I definitely would be much more cautious about saving my payment information with those kind of merchants until you've kind of figured out that they are actually legit and you do receive the stuff that you order and all that type of thing as well. I was just thinking Jazz has definitely been caught out by those swipe up to buy on Instagram. Jazz is still waiting on on stuff a year (laughs) later from one of those sites. Yeah, it took about about six months for something to come and it was just awful. So I'm glad I didn't save my card info on that site in particular. Absolutely. And that's that's something that you only learn through practice as well sometimes. So here we are today sharing your experience, Jazz, for the benefit of everybody. Exactly, yeah. I can take the hit so everyone else can stay safe. That's my duty for society done. Absolutely. Um, what If someone gets... Like I'm just thinking for from from me when I was on a staycation during the summer, um, I got a text message on my phone which I thought was from my bank, and it said to me, "We've noticed that there's been some sub- suspicious activity in your account, um, and we've cut off access to your online account, and you're to ring us on this number." And to be honest, I actually did believe it at the time because it came up the name of my bank, and because it was the first time that I'd actually been out of Dublin and doing something exciting in months, I was like, "Oh no, the bank thinks my card has been stolen." because I haven't been going out. Um, but if someone thinks that maybe they have been hacked, uh, what is what is the best thing for them to do? Yeah, so those kind of things are called phishing scams, essentially. So they were preying on you and it just so happened that you happened to be somewhere else and you know it was a good time to make you question whether it was actually your bank getting in touch with you. The main thing to do always is that your bank will never ask you to kind of log in or to give you their payment information and, uh, you know, immediately add a text message, a link or in an email and through a link. Um, the main piece of advice always is if you have any concerns about your banking to go out of, you know, whatever message or email it is and to log in the way that you normally would to your bank and to check it out that way. 
Um, and for me, that that's the, the, the way to try to protect yourself as much as possible, right? So, um, you know, not clicking on any links in any emails to log in, because what they're doing in that instance is they're trying to, to get you to put in your email and your password or your password and your, your passcode for logging into your bank so that they can then use that information then to log in themselves. So um, the key thing always is to try to kind of stay out of there and to, to move into um, uh, the, the normal way that you would log into your, your bank. Um, and as well, consider using some of the um, fintech apps that are out there, you know, whether it's kind of N26 or Revolut or any of those different apps that um, are available because they have really good um, kind of security on them. They allow you to kind of maybe limit the kind of the amount of contactless payments you make every month. They allow you to kind of freeze your car if you think that it's been compromised in any way. There's location-based kind of protections around and uh, around kind of payments and stuff like that as well. So um, and figure out, you know, the other bank, the, the kind of the Irish banks are coming up to, to speed with all of that as well. And they all have kind of different protections um, in place. And they do text you. Um, you know, like I'm a customer of AIB, for instance, and they will text sometimes to say, look, we're not sure if that um, transaction was you, maybe sometimes when I am shopping on those dodgy Insta sites. <laughs> um, and they won't ask, you know, they'll just ask you to kind of confirm yes or no, was that you? They ask you to text back by or N. They won't be looking for you to log in. They'll just be asking you to confirm that it is you. And, and you know in that instance that it's safe because it's not them looking for you to authenticate yourself and to give the, your login details. It's yeah. just they're looking for, you know, you to confirm them um, on that basis. So always a healthy dose of skepticism is always a good thing when you get those texts and you get those emails for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some fabulous tips and tricks for staying safe online. Not just full of knowledge about taking care of ourselves, but also just for staying safe online. Ian Power from spunout.e. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, guys. If anyone wants more information, just visit spunout.e forward slash privacy online. Mind yourself with spunout.ie. That is it for this week of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you'd like to listen into the podcast live, the guys uh, join us on the Zoo Crew on Spin every Tuesday evening at around half eight. You can join us live there where we chat about a different topic week on week relating to mental health and just looking after ourselves and different aspects of our lives. And as always, if you have a question that you want to put to the guys over at spunout.ie, you can do so by going over to Spin's website. If you head on over to the lifestyle section, you'll be able to fill out a completely anonymous form and we'll put the question to them for you. If you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a little rate and a review. And if you think someone you know might enjoy listening to the podcast, please do share it with them. And we'll talk to you next week.